Hey everybody, this is Captain Katz. And we are Katz. Alright, and welcome back to the show, and just to let you guys know, we are having brunch right now as of recording, so if you hear us... Please excuse us uh, having, in my case, a blueberry muffin and some coffee going on, so excuse me. Yeah, so, you know, just want to let you know in advance, but without further ado, let's start the show. Oh, and and first and foremost, uh, as of recording, just want to wish everybody there a happy Labor Day, and uh, stay safe out there. Okay, so let's get with the show. All right, so we have some news that's coming, uh, breaking out from Japan, um, and also here, is that um, Crunchyroll has announced that during their Crunchyroll Expo, that they're going to they're collaborating with Adult Swim to adapt uh, Yu Suzaki's Shumway game series, and that's uh, three. That's three games. So, um, and quite be honest. Originally, when Suzuki said this, it was supposed to come back. Like it was supposed to be like ten games. It was supposed to be ten chapters. Back in the day, you know, when he announced this on the Dreamcast. So, um, it, yeah. So it's it's, it's going to be wild. So I don't know how it's, it's going to be done. But yeah, it's announced that they're going to be doing a thirteen episode series, and it's going to be shown uh, outside of Japan, uh, like Japan, China. The rest of the world, Adult Swim is going to be airing it on Toonami in the U.S. Um, but Crunchyroll hasn't announced um, when the release date is, everything like that. All we know so far is that the director of One Punch Man, the second season of One Punch, One Punch Man, uh, Chikara Sakuri, Sakari, is going to be directing it. Sakurai. Sakurai, thank you. Um, is going to be directing it. Not bad, um, but to be honest, ah, isn't this a little too late? No, only because, uh, well, provisionally, mm-hmm. only because, you know, he'll get his story across. Ten chapters, well, so far it's going to be three, but that's easy to do. And then he can easily finish the rest, you know, the, the rest of the seven chapters. Mm-hmm. Video game-wise, this is a big letdown. Yeah, because we saw what happened in three. But I, don't I, I no no look okay, let's just face it. Like I was a fan of one and two. I liked one and two. There was a lot to do in one and two. Three was a big disappointment. A step back. I was at that point where I wanted to back it when when the backing happened. But I'm so glad I didn't because once I played the final product of it, I was like, eh, really. Well, the only thing that would save it would be the mini games. We're not going to have those mini games with the classic Sega games. I mean, come on. There was a lot of things that were missing. So, other than that, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, well, it's... Just let me stuff my mouth with muffin and we can move on. No, it's not that. It's just more of like, it's a great idea. It's a great concept, you know, and everything. I kind of wish they could just like, okay, can you just like move along? I want want a new virtual fighter. (laughs) That's all I want. I just want a new virtual fighter game. Come on, Sega, please. I mean, even, though my, even though my PlayStation 3 died, like, what, last couple of weeks ago? Yeah. I still have Virtual Fighter Five, And, yes, it is still an entertaining game. Mm-hmm. Better fix it. Um. Yeah, so, I want a new Virtual Fighter. Come on. Come on, let's go, man. Let's go, Sega. Hmm. All right. So, moving right along from uh, anime... 
to the world of comics. Uh, we just found out that the second part of the DC fandom, it already has a release date, and we already kind of we already know what's going to be focused on. So the so the second day is going to be on this upcoming Saturday, September twelfth. Just like the first one, it's going to be a twenty four hour event, so you can watch and stuff like that. But mainly, they're not going to be focusing on film this time, or gaming. This is going to be more focused on television, the small screen, and small screen comics, and uh, more stuff for kids. So this is that's what's basically it's going to be on. So some of the, there are some things that they're kind of bringing back, or maybe it's like another round of it. But um, I'll just give you like. Uh, we'll just give you a good hint because right here we are seeing the schedule right now in front of us. So here's some of the things. So, for example, first, they, first of all, where exactly are you at? I am at the official uh, DC Phantom schedule. I mean, like I'm seeing up here, like the Watchverse, Insiderverse, the you. No, it's all. It's all. So don't worry about it. Okay, so you know they'll have they'll have some great panels. Like for example, the all super villain panel. They're bringing back the Ask Harley Quinn, but uncensored this time around. Um, you're going to talk about the Joker Wars, the Three Jokers, the Batwoman t- TV series, Black Lightning. Uh, they're going to have more of the uh, DC Showcase Collection, the Death of the Family panel. So that's going to be interesting. Um, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow, Stargirl. Stargirl. Um, discovering DC in Japan because DC and Marvel are pretty big over there. I don't know for sure. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, which that's going to be interesting. Um, let me see. What else are they going to have? Game On with Venus Williams and Jim Lee. Yeah. They're going to have a Harley Quinn panel. Let me see. Legacy of the Batman, the Legion of Superheroes, Lucifer, DC's. The Lucifer one's going to be interesting. Um, Penny... Pennyworth, that one's going to be good too as well. As well, the Superman and Lois TV series panel, that's going to be interesting. The Man of Tomorrow panel, and the world premiere of Superman: The Man of Tomorrow. They're going to spotlight the current storyline right now of the DC Death Metal multiverse, Metaverse. And then Flash they bring, panel extended. Yeah, that's uh, one that they had before. Same thing with Titans. Um, See Marty's live performance. Yeah. 10 in the morning. So it's not bad. It is not... It's not bad. So... So it's mostly television. It, it's... Mostly television and comics and stuff that has to go around. TV. So, it's, so it's not that bad. Uh, what do you think of it so far? Is that the whole thing? Or yep. there's a lot more? No, that's 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 it. Because this time around they're focusing more on the well, small they're focusing more on the small well, I do appreciate that they got um um Doom Patrol, because that is a g- very good show. Mm-hmm. But um shouldn't there be like um more stuff going on? I mean what about um for instance um their black label and stuff like that. Can't they uh, offer something like that? Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, some more content. Yeah, the problem with the black label is just, like, it... I wish they did, I wish they did have a panel about the about DC black label because 
there hasn't been really good stuff on there. The only good content that they have on there is either Batman or Batman related. So, like, for example, um, the one, okay, so, like, for example, the first Batman one, when him and Constantine teamed up, that one was good, but it was mostly Constantine stealing the show in that one. That one in um, Swamp Thing. Can't remember it because it was just like, it wasn't that great. Um, Harleen was really great. The White, Gotham White Knight was also really great. But see see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, they're bringing up more, and then they have like more uh, Batman stuff, related stuff. But like, if there's been a couple of good ones through the cracks of the whole Batman um, Expo. That's how. That's why I'm going to call them DC Black. This is the whole Batman Expo. Like uh, most recently, I did a review about Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Really good. That was a really good, dark, grim uh, story. And I think it's one of the best Wonder Woman stories that I've read in a while. Because it's completely different. It took her out of her comfort zone. And you see what happened. And you see how the way she would react if she was out of her comfort zone. And also answers the uh, you know age-old question. Who would win in a fight? Wonder Woman or Superman? And it turns out... Well, should I say... Ah, no. Yeah. Um, not only that, but they also have... They brought back the question... And a new comic series, and that one is interesting too. It's different, um, but other than that, those they had this one mythology. Um, was it the Last God or something like that? It was kind of like this like Norse mythology, like Viking type of comic, and that one's good too. But why can't they expand on that stuff? Why can't they go like supposedly this is supposed to replace Vertical Comics? It's not doing Vertical Comics justice. It's really not doing it. it. Like, honestly, like, hey, you dropped the ball. Seriously, man. You guys well, maybe it the depends ball. on the heads up at. Um... God, don't even get me started at them. They're just. They're... Yeah. I don't mean Warner. I don't mean the Warners. I'm at ATT. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're, they're, they, have, they have no idea. It's like WCW all over again. Mm. Yeah. But enough of that. Okay. So, moving along. Okay, so Sega has quietly made a uh, released, which to under a, a lot of, like, let's just, okay, let's say like this. Sega made a release of the final games that are going to be on the Astro City, the Astro City Mini. You know, uh, they, since July of this year, they've been, they made two big announcements of what games they're going to be on. This one, they quietly announced it, and nobody really hasn't picked up on it. Either people did, or they're just like, eh. Because, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the Astro Cities. I, I, I think it's great. Th- this is good. But uh, the last announcements of the games, I'm not really a big fan. Well. There's something, like, okay. So here's the release of the last. Uh, well, well here, let's just go like this. Here's the release of the games that they have up to now. And then I'll read you guys. Uh, the last release. So you had Virtual Fighter, Puzzle in Action, Taint R, Golden Axe, The Revenge of Death Adler, Golden Axe, Fantasy Zone, Dark Edge, Columns 2, Ultra Beast, Alien Storm, Alien Syndrome, 
Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy in Monster Land, Wonder, well, Boy, Wonder 3, Boy 3, Monster, Monster Slayer, Shinobi, Shadow Dancer, Game Ground, Puzzle in Action, Part 2, I think. Uh, well, this didn't show up. Uh, Ichidan Tar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Puyo Puyo, E-Swat, Crackdown, Cotton, Columns, Bonanza Brothers. So those were the ones that just been announced so far. And then the ones that you just recently announced are... Thunder Force AC, Stack Columns, Space Harrier, Sonic Boom, Sega Ninja, Scramble Spirit, Rad Mobile, Quartz 2, Puyo Puyo, Su, My, My Hero, Flaky, Arabian Fight, and Alex Kidd in the Lost Stars. Out of these games of the last announcements, Arabian Fight is really good. I Really underrated. Uh... Quartet 2 is also not bad. It's pretty It's pretty good. I've seen it. Never played it, but I've seen it in action. Um, Space Harrier, really it's, it's, great. It's a, it's a, give me. It's a classic. Yeah. Thunder Force AC, another great game. The Thunder Force series was always great. That's just it. The rest of the games, eh. You know? Yeah, I was kind of like... Um, well, I was really stoked at the very end. We thought, what, it's over? Then, like, they threw in space here. Like, you know, we can't just do it without our legendary classic that will that transcends through time. And it still does to this day. Yeah, but the problem is... I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, with, with the, the list. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like was, uh, for example, when they talked about uh, Flicky. Yeah. Um, you could probably already have that on your via PlayStation 2, you know, with the Sega arcade collection. Any arcade collection. Or, oh, no, any collection that, or, that or if you Sega buy, has. Or, if you, or, or you just simply buy it on, like, for example, your Nintendo Switch, the PlayStation Network, or your Xbox. It's already there. Mm-hmm. Flicky, I meant. Yeah. The one that's not just necessarily the easiest space carrier because there isn't a definitive version until now. Right. So, like, out of all of these games, here are the games that are worth buying for it. You know, Arabian Fights, uh, the Puyo Puyo Pop, because they're... Puyo Puyo Sue. No, Puyo Puyo Pop, both one, the one and two, they're both really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Space Harrier, Thunder Force, Cotton, because it's expensive as hell to buy the home console version of it. Um, Dark Edge, Fantasy Zone, because I, this is the definitive version of the Fantasy Zone. Uh, they should have brought the second one, Tears of Opa Opa. That one was, I think that one was the better one of the two. Uh, Revenge of Death Adler, if you're not going to spend like $400 on the arcade one-up cabinet. And uh, Virtual Fighter. Not that much. I'm surprised they left out. They left out a lot of good games that they should have put in. They could have put Galaxy Force in there. No, Galaxy Force 2. They could have put in Ridge... um, Outrun, Outrunners. Um, Outrun. Yeah, Outrun. Super Hang On. They could have put in Super Hang On. If they had, like, look, Virtual Fighter, they could have put Virtual Strikers. Oh my god, that would be so. That would have been so fucking awesome. Or or Virtual Fighter Two. They could they could have had Virtual Fighter if they could put Virtual Fighter on here. Why couldn't they put Virtual Fighter Two? Hell, even Daytona USA. And I don't know about Daytona. I don't know if Daytona could could handle it. Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it could handle it, but the problem is the steering. You're doing it on a joystick. Well, they said they said it was uh, on the Japanese thing that they they uh, you know with the stick. Yeah, but see, it's a racing game. It's a different type of thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Unless so, they made a part two of the Astro City or, or, or what other know, machine. Personal. Yeah. So, so you all, so if if you're a collector and you want to buy this system, you're probably most likely buying it for, I guess, collection purposes. Yeah, like a handful of once, yeah, once like, in a while. like I said, like a handful of games. 
Um, not only that, okay, so it's going to be releasing in Japan this year, in December, for roughly around $120. They also made the announcement that um, they're going to have an arcade stick controller. And the arcade stick controller is the exact model that they used on the Astro City uh, machines, arcade machines. So you're getting bang for your buck for that. So that's going to be like 27 bucks. No, trust me. The Astro City... No, I mean, it's a great price yeah. for something that genuine. Yeah. Um, and then you could do a combo with that when the combo is a little mini stool that they actually have in the Japanese arcades where you will actually sit down and play the Astro Cities. That comes with it. That's like 37 bucks. So, but the com- but the combo, the bundle is just the arcade stick and the um, and the mini stool for it. So yeah, that's that's basically it. So roughly, if you buy an extra controller, the Astro City Mini, if you buy the well, if you do the bundle and the Astro City Mini, you're roughly gonna spend about at least a good one sixty, one seventy. Now, here's a question. Would you spend 160, 170 bucks on the Astro City Mini, the extra control arcade controller, um, bundled with the um, with the mini bar stool for it? I don't know. Only because uh, I want to check real quick on uh, <laughs> on Amazon if they have a genuine, like the actual machine itself. You know, just a little price comparison. You know. Mm. Astro City and well they got pieces for it yeah pieces not the whole thing yeah well well like I said it is an impressive thing but you know there's a bunch that they left out like like, hell even um, it popped into my mind um, because of the Sonic collection Mm -hmm. that one Sonic Fighter that was in in Sonic the Fighters yeah Sonic the Fighters where the best character was the polar bear because he was Mr. Virtual Fighter. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't a character, but he was a character. He was just basically a copy and paste of a character from Virtual Fighter. Dude, dude, he looked like Akira from Virtual Fighter. That's why he. He didn't look like Akira. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He didn't have the moveset or anything. He he was more. Uh, I know the character too because I play him. Because <laughs> a seven hit combo string takes about like half of your life. Um, <laughs> but, he, but, he, but, 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 but we digress. We digress. Yeah. You know, there's there's certainly a bunch of other classic games that, well, well, in some terms, for obvious reasons, they're left out because it's not a racing thing. But it would be very interesting if this in, if this was like another setup, because mm-hmm. we had this, we already have the, the Sega Genesis Mini. Yeah. Which, now which they're that... having this. What what's to say that they're not going to have a, a a a dinky little motorcycle, a mini motorcycle? Like, hey, guess what? We're doing a racing series with this. The only oh, yeah. problem is they didn't have that much racing racing games on it, no, well, unless no. they made unless they made a combo out of it. No, they did. Okay, so they had Outrun, they had Outrunners, they had Outrun World, they had uh, Power Slide, they had um, I think Power Slide Power Drift. I can't remember that one, but that one's supposed to, that one that one's pretty good. Um, hang on, Super Hang On, and um, they came out with one like not too long ago. It was a new Outrun game for the arcades, and it looked really, really great, but it was just ridiculously expensive. Um, and uh, Daytona. 
So yeah, they have a pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, who's to say that's their next step? Like you know, meet me, or maybe one of those. Um, a good one. Okay, you know, remember Afterburner, the real Afterburner, where yeah, you they sit forget, in the cockpit yeah. and, and you know. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, Afterburner. No, I'm just saying, they, they forgot to say they don't make a they, they don't make a little console out of that, but uh, yeah, make a little mini console like that. Hmm. Well, first of all, it'll be too expensive. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't want that. Doesn't make that doesn't mean they won't try. Yeah. Overall, would I buy it? I don't know. I, maybe I would, but I would buy it for a collector's sake. Would I play it a couple of times? Yeah, I would. Only on certain games that I know are worth playing. Not all of them, because either I already have the majority of them on other different collectors, like, you know, Sega-related game packages and stuff like that over the years that I bought, you know, or... Um, or, like, some of these are already on, you know, the Genesis, uh, the Genesis Mini. Yeah. So, but I would, I would normally just buy just for the uh, arcade stick, just because, this is good, this is one of the best. And I'll be surprised if, the, if this arcade stick is compatible with, like, other ones, you know? I don't know, maybe. Uh, it would be, then you already got a Hori stick. Nah. Up next, I hope Sega, I hope, hope, hopefully... They can do something like a, a Saturn Mini, a Dreamcast Mini, maybe a Naomi Board Mini. Oh God, I hope they do. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe they can destroy the competition of these mini consoles by saying, "Well, guess what, everybody? We got a freaking uh, a mini store. You want to add more crap? We have it, and, and and we're gonna be reasonably cheap because we know how much you love them." Mm, I don't know. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. So. Sure you can. You just gotta, well, well, it's industri- it's an industrialized world. So yes, you can count them. Yeah. It's all about product quality now. Okay. So moving on to the last thing today, uh, we're gonna be talking about Cyberpunk 2077. There's been numerous things that've been coming out for the past uh, couple of days, um, even some during this week, and there's a lot of good news for fans, including myself. So one of the news that's coming out that's saying that. CG Project Red said that Cyberpunk 2077 is going to have free DLCs and expansions that will be revealed fairly soon. So, in other words, we might get another Night City Wire, maybe talking about this stuff. Maybe, um, hopefully, we can see what's going on with it and everything, and not and see uh, see what's going to be about. Not only that, but they also told in a uh, conference call that they're going to be on schedule. There's going to be no more delays. So it is going to be sticking to its November 19th release. So that's going to be great. That's going to be 100% great and I can't wait for that. So not only that, um, they've also said as well that from the PC point of view, I don't know about console point of view that it's not going to that the installation of 7.77 is not going to take up 200 gigabytes. So yeah. So they said that the game system requirements as well is going to come out soon, um, and um, the re- the reason for that for the discussion about that is because uh, a couple of days ago Nvidia came out with their uh, GeForce RTX 30 series was revealed 
and they actually had how Cyberpunk would look like running on their running on their graphics card. Looks great, looks wonderful, but they also said that it was not going to take up 200 gigs as many people were saying that it was going to be. So um, that's going to be interesting as well. Another thing too that Cyberpunk is doing is um, they made a bold statement for the next-gen consoles, for people who are going to buy the, the PS5, who people are going to get the new Xbox consoles. Um, CD Projekt Red announced that they're going to reject the $69.99 pricing for next-gen version of their game, of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, there was a statement, there was a Q&A session, and the VP of Business Development Mikael, I'm sorry if I'm butchering this name, uh, you know. Um, Mikhail uh, Novakovsky. Yes, thank you. He confirmed that the game is still going to be, hold, this, the game is, is going to be fifty nine ninety nine on the PS4, on, on the Xbox One, and also for next-gen consoles as well. And here's his response to the question. The question was, can we expect that the price for Cyberpunk 2077 for the next-gen consoles um, developed in-house will it be released like around 70 Euro, uh, euros or 70 U.S. dollars? His response. In terms of euros, 69.99. Oh, euro, excuse me. Uh, 69.99 has actually been the full SRP, suggested retail price, for the current generation already for Xbox One. So yes, you should expect that the price is going to be priced around that market in the euro zone. When it comes to USD, US dollars, we launched our pre-orders at 60 USD, and of course, we're going to keep that price for the consumers. We're not going to change it at the last minute to 70 USD. So, just to confirm, these prices are out in the market anyway. You can check them on various sites. 59.99 USD and 69.99 euros is what we're going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went on the question is saying. To answer another question was, uh, do you plan to price uh, games on next-gen consoles at a premium, like EA? Response is... I'm assuming you're referring to the increased SRP in the U.S. As I mentioned when answering the previous question, we already announced a while ago pre-orders for our game in the U.S. is going at $59.99, and we're not planning to change that price at the last minute. It's been out in the market and known to consumers for some time. In Europe, the game has been marketed by quite a few retailers for quite a while as well. So in other words, we're not planning to change where we are at the last minute for the consumers. Alright, so that is good. They're taking a bold stance against a lot of companies that are planning to sell the same copy of the games, but adding an additional $10 to its retail price for the next gen release so what do you think of that what do you think of that stand that, um, um, well, what they're doing well not just business wise but it's actually very good for you know relations between you know someone get, dealing out their product and their fan base or at, at least a ca casual consumer everybody's going to be you know bumping up prices for you know you want this version okay you want the you want a, a cleaner version well add 10 bucks they're not willing to do that. So that is very good, um, especially, you know, if it were to come around this time, like if it comes out, for example, mm -hmm. that would be very good because, um, well, people wouldn't be having to uh, spend that much more. That's right. So, 
That's good. Uh, I, for one, um, I'm proud that CD Projekt Red is taking a stand on this. They're setting the president that, okay, regardless of what new technology, form of technology of entertainment coming out, you know, <clears throat> November, you know, we're not going to hike up the price for an extra 10 bucks on the next, on next gen consoles just to make a quick buck. You know, we're here, you know, we put our customers first, we put our fan base first, and we want to make sure that they are all treated equally, regardless if they're getting, if they're sticking with the current gen or going next gen. So I really respect that. I really, really, really respect that. That's why every, that's why everybody loves CD Projekt Red. That's why I, I, you know, they're great. They're wonderful. You know, much love to them. Everyone over there that works on CD Projekt Red. You know, and I wish them nothing but the best on the release date for Cyberpunk 2077. And I hope it sets the bar and standard of what product. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Right back at you. Um, sorry again. Right back at you, part two. Um, I, I, I want I want to see like how the way it shows like this whole relationship with the you know with their consumers with their fan base and everything. It's very on a ver on, on not on a personal level but on a trust level, a very high trust level, and I respect that. I really really do. So. Just to let you guys know, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out this no this upcoming November 19th, with no more delays. So hopefully, once we get a copy of it, we'll we'll go into a really in-depth review and tell you what you guys think if it lives up to the expectations or not. All right. So without further ado, thank you guys so much for listening to this show. I hope you guys have a wonderful time. I hope you guys are having a great Labor Day weekend. As of listening to this, stay safe out there. You guys have a good one. Keep your physical and social distancing outside. You know, with with one another's. Be careful to one another. Be nice to one another, and just have a great day. Until then, I am Captain Cats, and we are Cats. Okay, I hope you guys have a good one. Stay safe out there. Have a great one, and we'll be back with you next week with more crazy adventures around the internet. Yo ho. <laughs>